You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back, folks, to Big Blue Views Audio Lineup. I'm Joe DeLeo, joined by Chris Flum, and we are here for an update on the New York Giants coaching situation, as well as our thoughts on new general manager Joe Shane's first press conference. A couple things that stood out to us that we want to touch on on today's episode. But first, Chris, today when we're recording this on late on Thursday, a lot of buzz and a lot of news happening with the full NFL coaching search for these teams, filling their various positions for that role of head coach. And what we know right now happened on Thursday, which was Nathaniel Hackett heading to uh, be the next head coach of the Denver Broncos. That's its own separate can of worms. And then uh, uh, Aber- Eberflus is supposed to be the, uh, Matt Eberflus is supposed to be the next head coach for the Chicago Bears. And that move alone, those moves alone, Chris, um, they significantly alter the scope of what's happening for the Giants because now Brian Flores, who was considered to be a possible candidate for that Bears opening, is still now available. And there's limited options for him to go and take because that Bears job is gone. He's not going to go and coach the Miami Dolphins again. (laughs) Additionally, the last little scope and piece in here, Chris, is that Dan Quinn announced that he is going to be going back to the Dallas Cowboys as their defensive coordinator. He's removing himself from this coaching search. Maybe part of the reason why the Broncos went with Nathaniel Hackett. Maybe it was the other way around. But Dan Quinn, no longer an option for the New York Giants. Right now, it sounds a lot like Brian Flores. It sounds like a lot like Brian Dable, one or the other. Yeah, the the Quinn news was a surprise, I thought. you know, It's not often that somebody who is as highly sought after as Quinn. Yeah. Basically decides, you know what? I'm just going to stay a position coach or a, you know, a coordinator for right now. Yeah. I saw that there was some thought going around league circles that uh, Quinn had his eye on the giants job that, you know, he wanted to be the giants head coach, but it kind of read the writing on the wall. That was, it was probably going to be either Dayball or Flores. So he took a raise from Jerry Jones to stay where he is for at least another year. And that really does change things. It it, it really does narrow down Dayball and Flores and also Leslie Frazier as the Giants kind of front runners for their job. I, I think right now it feels like uh, Dayball and Flores are one and one A and then Frazier's there is kind of the, the fallback option, you know, just in case the Miami Dolphins who are competing with the Giants for Dayball, they make a quick and sudden move to offer him the job and he takes it. And, you know, maybe Flores goes to the Houston Texans, although, you know, that that I think would be a very interesting move. But, yeah, I, Frazier, I think, is 
definitely in the third position. Yeah, it sounds like Frazier is a bit of that fallback option. There's a lot less buzz going around for him. But the the big thing here is that these moves do really, uh, in a way, narrow down the Giants' decision on who they're going to pick. And that sounds a lot like it is going to be one of the Bryans, Brian Dable or Brian Flores. But the, the one thing that you hit on, Chris, that I think also heats up the market and why a decision I think is probably going to happen really, really soon is that it also is looking like that Miami is uh, aggressively going to go after Brian Dable. And thankfully for the Giants, they do already have a connection to Dable now that they hired Joe Shane. And it's probably going to be easier to convince Dable to come if Shane is the one doing the convincing. Regardless, though, they are now still, though, competing with the Dolphins to go and get this guy. And it didn't really sound like there was a huge level of competition for Dable not that he wasn't highly sought after, but you just kept hearing that it was a, a lock to be Brian Dable for the most part this whole week. Um, but it is something to take into account that Miami is now on the table. Yeah, I, I think it's come out over the last 24 hours or so, or at least come into focus, that Dable is probably the Dolphins' preferred candidate right now. He he seems to be the leading candidate there. So I think that really does put some pressure on the Giants to A, move quickly, which they have been doing, but we're starting to see the this year's coaching carousel, uh, I would say both speed up and wind down as two franchises you know, make their decisions. Uh, third, pros- uh, third candidate in Dan Quinn is off the market. So, you know, the... To mix metaphors, the seats are starting to fill up in the musical <laughs> chairs. So, you know, that does put, I think, some pressure on the Giants to make a decision before all of their preferred candidates find jobs elsewhere. Yeah, and they had the advantage of being able to pick Shane first out of the the strong group of candidates that were available for um, many of these teams that were looking for a new general manager. However, they end up being one of the slower teams to make that decision on which head coach they want to go with. So again, they do have to make that decision soon. It has to be done quickly. Otherwise, they might get swooped in on. I, I, I feel like, though, Chris, that the the hires of Hackett and Aber, Eberflus were a bit unexpected. Uh, it seemed like that the, that the Broncos were going to go defensive-minded. It seems like it made the most sense instead they're getting Hackett. Maybe that's a long-term play to go get Aaron Rodgers. Heck, I would continue to argue that that is probably going to be a favored destination considering all the variables that come into play. Eberflus apparently was a, a connection to uh, Ryan Poles, who is now the new general manager. But that one was probably the most unexpected of them all. I, I thought that if Brian Flores wasn't the Giants head coach, he would have been the Bears head coach. But here they are going with a different defensive guy who didn't really seem to be that high of a priority candidate that people were going after heck i didn't even know that he was somebody that teams were considering but now he is the the colts head coach yeah the the connection there that you mentioned is that uh ryan poles and Averflus share an agent so they were able to get in touch with each other and talk over the last few weeks and we had heard that poles might had a kind of uh out of left field head coach mm-hmm. he in mind if he got the giants job and you know, it seems like that might have been Aberflus, and he is well regarded. He's, from what I've been able to find out, a, a very uh, culture-driven guy. 
and basically he got the Colts defense, their defensive players to buy in completely. And that could be what, uh, what polls really liked about him. And, you know, I don't know what that says about Brian Flores. <laughs> I don't know if that means anything at all, or if the giants are all of a sudden maybe bidding against themselves if they want Flores. But yeah, you know, I, I think the next, oh, 24, 36 hours, Mm -hmm. depending on when you're listening to this, could be very interesting from a coaching perspective. So I I really like that point that you made before we talk about Shane. It it does now, well, it had occurred to me and it's now really occurring to me as you're you're kind of pointing out the, the underlying factors here that it should be, it should be a little concerning that less teams are going after Brian Flores than they are. And we were thinking that Flores made sense maybe with the Broncos or he made sense with the Bears. And now there are less options available for him to go to. There's really not that many head coaching openings left as they're starting to dwindle. So like you're saying here, are are the Giants actually showing interest for a high value candidate? Or is this a guy who maybe should take some time as a coordinator and figure out his coaching philosophy I don't think it comes down to the to anything along the lines of Brian Flores not being a good head coach. He has shown what it takes to build a good team, and he had some roster restrictions in Miami and was still able to beat Bill Belichick, his former coach, multiple times. He was still able to have a highly competitive roster or highly competitive team, rather, in Miami. But I think that it might come down to here is that Brian Flores may not be a very good interviewer, and it's very possible that Brian Flores, the what we've heard since his firing is that he's very difficult to work with. So that is something that will certainly be on the minds of the Giants decision makers because you're coming off of a previous regime where nobody was on the same page. You can't go and bring in Brian Flores at the risk of, okay, is this guy going to be trying to do whatever the hell he wants? Or is he going to try and do what we ask of him and help move forward with a a conjoined vision? And the other thing that does still factor with Deshaun Watson, and I'm not saying like, oh, yes, it's an option that he can go and get Deshaun Watson. If he didn't like Tua, he's not going to like Daniel Jones. So that means do we put up with a year of of him trying to force Deshaun Watson here, even though it's probably not possible? Like that is another thing, uh, uh, another side of drama that could come with Brian Flores, something that all all this should be considered when when thinking about him as one of the options. Yeah, and John Mara just slammed the door on Deshaun Watson coming to the Giants. <laughs> he, he basically said it, it doesn't make sense for the Giants in any which way you look at it. It doesn't make sense in the assets they'd have to give up to get him. It doesn't make sense salary cap wise, and it doesn't make sense with the off-field allegations against him. So, yeah, as great a quarterback as Deshaun Watson is, and just you know, for 60 minutes between the lines, I would love to see him in New York. It, I would be utterly stunned if that happens. I, I think it's probably more likely the Giants would see Sean Payton on the sideline, which is another thing that's not going to happen. <laughs> Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. 
That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Yeah, that, that's that's fairly unlikely. And, and again, like that's the thing that is going to come into play here is like they're not going to want to hire Flores with that intent of like, we, we have no intention of bringing in Deshaun Watson. And then the minute Flores steps in the door and he's like, okay, here's what we need to do to go and get Deshaun Watson. Like that is going to lead to problems. And I, I'm not saying that that's going to happen, but if he tried to tried to make those moves with Tua and, and all that stuff, uh, it's possible. And that might be what's keeping Flores from getting a job is that fear that he could be really, really difficult to work with. Yeah. Flores does come from that Bill Belichick uh, coaching tree, that New England environment where the head coach runs everything. Mm-hmm. And that's fine when you're Bill Belichick. But here in the Giants, the the owner, John Mara, he has publicly said that their new power dynamic is going to be that the head coach reports to the general manager. And Joe Shane has said uh, repeatedly, he's looking for a head coach he can work with, that they can collaborate with, they can be on the same page and aligned in their vision and everybody pulling in the same direction. So I don't know if that is Brian Flores, if he has his own idea of the way things should be. And if that isn't the same idea as Joe Shane, there's going to be, there are going to be problems. And I, you know, I don't know what this means. It might not mean anything at all, but you know, Thursday afternoon, we're recording this. Flores has completed his interview and it was reportedly much quicker than Brian Dayball's yesterday as we record this. Now, Ooh. I don't know if that means if it was, you know, th- th- that's almost like a <laughs> like the jury coming back quickly you know, in a trial. D- does that mean he said all the right things? They heard everything they need to. And, you know, he- he's still contestant 1A or, did, you know, has he kind of confirmed their worst fears from Miami, uh, the Miami the way all that ended and you know, they're just kind of, you know, well, thank you for your time. We'll get, we'll let you know. Yeah, that's, that's a bit odd as well. And it it sounds like things might not be trending in the right direction for Brian Flores. So that head coaching decision probably going to come soon as we're going to keep saying until it does actually come. Heck, it could be a month from now and we'll still keep saying that it is going to come soon. But speaking on Joe Shane, Chris, we we get uh, to hear from him, and you know, people are saying like, "Oh, he sounded like he's nervous." Uh, hell, I would be nervous stepping into the cap situation that the Giants currently have. But regardless, we got a couple good tidbits from him. Him talking during the press conference, addressing the media, addressing Giants fans, and one of the things that I or that caught my attention um, that was the big headline, I think, for a lot of people was his commitment to Daniel Jones 
and John Mara's commitment to Daniel Jones and bringing him up. I think it does have to be addressed that Daniel Jones was in attendance for this conversation and he was sitting there. So any statement that is made on Daniel Jones at this point in time at the end of January is not an indicator of if he will actually be back or not. We know that it is just, they're just words. They're not the actual actions and there's plenty of times, there's plenty of time for things to change in that, that space. So I wouldn't be sitting here thinking, oh, damn, they're going to keep Daniel Jones. No, it just they're doing their due diligence right now, and they're going to say that he's the guy until they eventually find a replacement. Yeah, they're, they're not going to be closing any doors. Yeah, my immediate reaction to that was, well, yeah, what do you expect him to say? <laughs> they're not, not going to say, oh, yeah, listen, this guy is, yeah, he he's a glorified backup in the NFL. We're moving on at the earliest possible convenience or, you know, Hey, Dan, uh, I wouldn't make any long-term property investments in the New York, New Jersey area. Maybe you should start <laughs> looking somewhere around Pittsburgh or, you know, Atlanta's lovely this time of year, but yeah, they're not going to say anything like that. Number one, because he, he very well may be their quarterback for at least the 2022 season, and they're not going to burn any bridges. You know, they're not going to say anything that can create a rift in the locker room before they even get a chance to decide who's going to be there in 2022. And they're also not going to say anything that, you know, speaking of Pittsburgh or Atlanta, they're, uh, they're going to try to preserve Daniel Jones's trade value. If they can, you know, we don't know if other teams are asking them, asking the Giants whether or not Daniel Jones is available. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we know the Houston Texans could be in the market for a quarterback. We know the Pittsburgh Steelers are absolutely in a in the market for a quarterback unless they feel really strongly about Mason Rudolph, which I wouldn't. And we don't know what's going on down in Atlanta where. You know, Matt Ryan isn't getting any younger and, you know, they, the Falcons didn't draft a quarterback last year. And we keep saying that this year's quarterback class doesn't look like it has any clear upgrades over Daniel Jones. So it, we have to at least consider whether or not, you know, that means Jones could be some team's best options. And, you know, if... Joe Shane is looking long term and doesn't know if Jones is in the picture long term. Mm-hmm. It, it might make sense for him to to maybe move on a year too early and just secure more value than a potential, you know, third or fourth round compensatory pick if Jones turns out to not be the guy. And ultimately, you don't want to give up your hand on what you're considering doing. You don't want it to make it seem like this is a guy that we're actively and aggressively trying to get rid of because that can factor into trade discussions. It needs to be seem like somebody that you might want to get rid of, but you need to provide a really good offer. If it's an immediate dump and get rid of type situation, you're going to get lowballed frequently by these teams that want a quarterback. So you can't reveal your hand and they're not going to do that. So that option is still on the table regardless of what Shane and Mara are going to say. Uh, it was kind of funny that they asked him about analytics and data being factored into decision-making. 
the reason why I say it's funny is because the last regime under Gettleman who referred to his computer guys uh, <laughs> that were doing that stuff and a, a man who was using a Wii remote to watch film, uh, you know, total 180. But what were your thoughts on the, on the data stuff that he talked about, Chris? You know, that was one of the more interesting parts of his opening or his introductory press conference to mm-hmm. me. You know, uh, for a lot of it, Shane sounded to me like an executive using a lot of words to say not a lot, which is really what you expect him to sound like. And, you know, I'm, I am absolutely fine with that. You know, they're in the process of hiring a head coach. They're, they're not going to tip their hands, especially considering they're going to have to be going through a pretty dramatic rebuild this year and into the future. But, you know, at, at the very least, it was nice. He didn't, automatically mock using data as a at least a supplement for their decision making and you know mime an invisible keyboard or you know whatever dave gettleman did when he was introduced but i thought it was really interesting that you know once shane was asked about analytics and he didn't want to use the term analytics but off the top of my head, I can't. I don't remember precisely the term he used, so I'm just going to use the term analytics. It, he just, said it was something data. He he like corrected yeah. himself and he said something like data was the way that he phrased it. Yeah, and yeah, that to me was when he actually started to sound like a really passionate human up there speaking, and he talked about y- using data to inform their decisions at every level from free agent contracts to uh, workout scheduling and how they're designing practices to keep track of guys to optimize their performance and recovery Uh, and also you know in games and you know working through their game plans and it, it sounds like the giants are about to get a lot smarter and maybe invest heavily in a in expanding their data department yeah, and that's that's certainly interesting. Again, considering where they came from with the last regime, that, that this is now on the table for them is 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 taking that approach. So, a lot going on with the New York Giants uh, situation. Probably going to get an update soon on who the next head coach is going to be. So make sure you're subscribed so you can get that latest update. Thank you for tuning in, folks. Talk to you soon. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on the <laughs> No. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. 
It's not a miracle. It's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.